Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 41 of The Shetty Show. You already know the vibes. Um, pretty decent week. Got to see Joe Rogan live, which was yeah, pretty fucking cool. That guy is incredible. Really good fucking comedian. Um, I never watched his stand-up before going to the show, but he is like, he executes to the T. Yeah, like, and, everything was good. And the guys he had open for him were good. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Hans Kim and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. But I think, you know, it's crazy, though. I think the message between all of those comedians, and and I know that was planned for that show, but I think the message around comedy in general is really fighting back Yeah. on this whole cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, kudos to Netflix, too, for sticking with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, they paid that guy a lot of money. They did. He paid him a lot of money. Um, but, yeah, and I think... You know, those guys are sick of it. Yeah. The, their way of life is literally selling shows. Mm-hmm. And when people cancel them for saying, like, they're going to say some stupid stuff. Yeah. They're a comedian. They get on camera mm-hmm. and they talk. Yeah. Like, that's their whole act. You're bound to say something stupid. Yeah. There, um, there was a part in the show where Joe Rogan was like, remember, guys, these are all just jokes. Right. Like, right. this is comedy. I don't really believe 90% of the stuff I'm saying. I also thought it was funny that he brought fact... Um, he brought to light the fact that people like take him for his word on everything. Yeah. And he was like, dude, like like, 90% of the shit I say. But it's true. It's like, why are you, why are you going to a podcaster who like hosts shows to learn about the COVID-19 vaccine? Yeah. Like he's just giving his opinion. It is not like word of law, but I feel like, you know, because he's got these doctors that come on, he's got these super high profile people that come on. You know, that automatically elevates his word. I mean, mm-hmm. even I remember on the podcast, he goes, um, he talked about how he liked Bernie, right? Yeah. Now, I knew, because I've been watching Joe Rogan for years, Joe Rogan's probably not going out there, like, going to go vote for Bernie Sanders. Joe Rogan's not holding a picket sign saying, I love Bernie Sanders. He's just talking with the guy, you know, on his pod and talking about politics. And, you know, he goes, oh, yeah, I like, I, I like a guy like Bernie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not an endorsement. First of all, they take it. And the Bernie camp took it as an endorsement. And then his base got pissed off because they were like, we hate Joe Rogan, like blah, blah, blah. So then they took it back. And then he got hate for it. Because then now, now he's labeled all over Twitter because oh, Joe Rogan's a Bernie Sanders supporter, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, he's not. And But then he gets labeled super right wing, like yeah. anti, anti-vaccine, all this stuff. And it's like, well, he's not that either. Yeah. You know, you just neglect all the left views he has, and then the other side just neglects all the right views. So, I mean... I think it's gotten to the point, though, too, that so many people don't listen to the news anymore for, like, their day-to-day information. They get it from guys like Joe Rogan, guys like Andrew Huberman, like, those type of podcast guys. So, I think it's... I think the... It's, like, a culture shift, right? Like, if Andrew Huberman tells me that the... COVID-19 vaccine is, like, good for my brain, right? And then, because you know how he does it. He sits there, and he he will explain the whole thing to you at a molecular level. Like, if he then, he turns and says, this is the conclusion. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, done deal. That's the conclusion. Because that guy's a doctor, and he has doctors on, and he's right. Like, that's his job. It's his job, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, In a year, I'll be a CPA. Right. If I see something about personal finance or like your books or an accounting method or something, probably I'm not, you know, 
just making it up, you know? But if I go out there and say, like, you should, you should take this supplement for your bone marrow health, <laughs> like, who the hell am I to say that? Like, yeah. you're, you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, I get what you mean. You know? But, um, yeah, overall, great show. Highly recommend it. It was my first stand-up comedy show. Uh, it was yours too, right? It was my first stand-up yeah. comedy show. And they, like, made you put your phone in. Dude, you almost didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, we we had a little trouble getting in. Uh, don't buy from SeatGeek, I guess. But um, yeah, it was it was a fucking good show. That was also interesting too that they like the little phone case. The little phone case, and I think that's a good idea. I mean, I was able to pop it open, but it like I wasn't, I didn't use my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I think it's good for two hours, two and a half Not hours. Not touch it. Yeah. Just don't touch it. You know, just don't touch it. Yeah. And they should do that a lot more, like. At other events, events yeah. yeah, because like, and like, imagine in an NBA game, like everybody's got their phones locked up. Like, I feel like the atmosphere would be even ten times better. I, everybody yeah, has to pay attention. Yeah, they have no choice. Yeah, and like you have to watch the game. I mean, maybe maybe that's a, a curse for some NBA games. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But like for Joe Rogan, like yeah, of course. Uh, and also the thing is too, like they don't want you filming it. The main thing is they don't want you filming it because they're filming it for a special. Right. And as soon as all these clips will just come out, yeah. now Joe Rogan is new material every time he goes on stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you ever figure out what the sacred clown meant? No. It's just his thing. I think it, that might just be a title, or you know, like to be honest, I don't really remember half the jokes. I just remember they were fun. Yeah. Me neither. You know, most <laughs> of the jokes I remember were from his first. Couple guys that came up. Yeah. The the jokes I remember were like pun the punchline, mm-hmm. but the storyline was like the whole experience was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. They were all very different too in their own way. That was also cool to see. Like yeah. three different guys do their own type of comedy. That hits clip guy is hit. pretty experienced too. He's Dude, not. He, was he could run his. He could, he could run his own hour. Yeah, you know? and I definitely listen to that. Yeah, I would listen to that. Like his hour. pauses were perfect. Yeah, when he would do a little laugh. And then they got like a super up and coming guy. Like nobody knows about the that Asian dude or no, whatever. And he, no. he had a good performance. He did great. You know, and that's the thing too. You know, you're opening for Joe Rogan. Yeah, you're you're vetted. You're vetted yeah. at smaller yeah. clubs. You know, but that is one thing I would like to go to. Is go yeah, see a big place. comedian yeah. at a small club. Dave Chappelle has, has like a special where he's at this like super small club in Philly. Like one of the early clubs he used to go to. Mm-hmm. And it's packed, right? But it, the vibe is way different. Yeah. You know? He's just talking to like 200 people. You can make more conversation with yeah. people too. Yeah. Like and, like, making and he's, just, he's just reminiscing about the old days. And it's yeah. the same jokes. like, But it's like it hits different. Mm-hmm. Like you're having dinner. And like, you know, because we didn't get alcohol there. We didn't even try to get in the line to get alcohol there. Like, yeah. you know, you, you can, I just imagine having dinner and watching Dave Chappelle live is like, that's got to be crazy. Yeah. But overall, great show. Highly recommend. Um, I'll definitely be at another comedy show soon. Oh, for I don't sure. Know when. Chicago Theater, I, too. I, beautiful. Beautiful fucking theater. We were talking about that for like a solid 10 minutes, the architecture. Um, well, when you're sitting there without a phone, yeah, yeah, there's nothing else to talk. <laughs> you look at people yeah. and you look around. Yeah, yeah. I wonder when that place was built. It had to be really fucking early on. Yeah, let's let's check that out. And who painted that place? Like who who made the murals? Chicago it was so- Theater was built in 1921. Really, it is one of the earliest grand movie place pa- uh, palaces developed by movie moguls Balban and Katz. Oh, I've heard of those guys. Okay. Yeah, it's... Dude, that's an old theater. It is an old theater. Uh, it almost looks older. 
like the architecture inside, it looks almost like 1800s. Uh, components of an amazing building called the Wonder Theater of the World, which opened in 1921. The sign on the door, a 50-piece orchestra performed in the pit, and Jesse Crawford played mighty Wolzer pipe organ for <laughs> show. They yeah, were that's 25 right. cents. 25 cents for the first ticket. Wow. Afternoon, 50 cents. What's that cor- what does that uh, correlate to today? In 1921? Yeah. This date might make me work hard. Inflation calculator. <laughs> uh, 50 cents in 1921. Let's see. That's just super interesting. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Wow. They were paying eight bucks basically for their first That's show. That's crazy, man. So 25, 50 cents back then was worth eight bucks. Eight no. bucks today. Yeah. Power of money. So yeah, when they say they used to get paid 50 cents an hour, it's like... Yeah. Okay. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a little less than the men in Illinois. The in men, Illinois, yeah. The men, men in Illinois is like nine right. seventy five. Is it now? I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was in the eights. It, it was... Chicago's I was getting, 15, right? Oh, yeah. I was getting paid like nine twenty five at uh, the alumni yeah, I made, I I made nine bucks an hour at... Uh, Jersey Mike's? Yeah. Nine bucks an hour. It's the grind. We talked about the, uh, I really... Like, dude, I get a check for $400, I'd be static. <laughs> you weren't going to clubs, man. No, like, were you just... spending money on, like, going, you go out to get food. I never bought clothing. Never bought clothing. I'd buy, I'd spend my I money on, like, don't. video games and, like, yeah, food. Yeah, food, basically. Food, food and then, um... Any, like, ad hoc stuff you do with your friends. Like you yeah, to, yeah, any If you want to hit, like, yeah, like, the range or something, or, I don't Even know. Even then, dude, so most of the time was just kicking it, playing video games. Yeah. Playing music, just hanging out. Yeah. Playing some pool. The pandemic, bro. Yeah. That's all we did. Even though before the pandemic, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. in high school. Yeah. I wasn't really, I wasn't really going to many parties back then, so it was mostly just, like, we'd go get food, just kick it, play some video games. Mm-hmm. I actually think I started playing video games more in college, in high school, actually. Really? Yeah. That's all I, I did from I, the age of six to, like, 16, 17. Fair enough. I played a lot of video games in grade school, from, like, five, fifth grade to eighth grade. Just because, like, back then, I had a lot stricter rules at my house. Couldn't really have friends over without, like, calling their parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, setting yeah. Up Dude, their, having people over at my house was, like, a... a mission. It was, like, a yeah. fucking... And then my mom, every time, would, like, make this huge thing, and I'm, like... For the 9,000th time, I love the fact you're doing all this. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out. Yeah. Like, just to come hang out and, like, play video games for four hours was, like, a challenge. Yeah. Like, no, the house isn't clean. <laughs> Go, Mom, no one cares. Yeah. But the house got to be clean. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it was for a very I'm going to be the dad that has, like, my son's got a good group of friends. I'm gonna have over. them over. I'm yeah. gonna be cooking burgers. I'm gonna, ran- shit. I'm gonna randomly order pizza when they're over. Yeah. Like yeah. that, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was always a mission to ask your parents too. Like, did you ever feel like it was hard to ask? Like, when you would go yeah. up to them, you would have to like you were thinking about it for a while before you. Dude, asked. it was like asking for a raise. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, like okay, I how this, am I gonna do this? I've done this. Yeah. And it's like, it's like yeah. I- lawn and I like yeah. the old stuff you asked me to do. Have you seen those memes? It's like if I ask her, she's gonna say no. But if you ask her, yeah. she's gonna say yeah. yes. And then you'd ask, you'd ask, you, depending on your parents' mood, you'd ask your dad. Yeah. Who would then say, go ask your mother. <laughs> or 
you would ask your mother instead of ask your dad. Yeah. And then she would say, go ask your dad. Yeah. But then sometimes you were able to pull the strings. <laughs> and the best was when I was like hella grounded. And I deserved, every time I got grounded, I deserved it. I was a little shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was grounded. And my buddies were like, they come to our house. There's like this party going on. Like, I'm like, I gotta go. Got it. I hadn't been out in two weeks. Yeah. So my parents had friends over. And I got this at like midday. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let's wait till they've had food and like six drinks. And I waited till when they're like, you know, to like a little like lunch get together, hysterically laughing, you know, kicking it. Mm. Right? You got to do it right in front of the friends too. Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to say no? Like, hey, mom, you know. Michael asked me to go to. And she, and my mom looked at me. She goes, you know exactly what you're doing. Go. I'm like, let's go. You got to plan these things yeah, out, man. Yeah, it takes, some, it takes some time. I, think it's, I it's, wish we had Javi on this pod because this was something we did religiously back in the day. Like, we would always be scared to ask our parents ourselves. Yeah. So we, myself, him, and Jose. Oh, so they would, you would get them to yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would do, all right, here's what we're going to do. Like, we'd plan this out the entire, we'd have like a family party we'd go to and we'd plan it out the entire party. And then at the end of the party, we'd drop the question on his mom. I would ask his mom. He would ask my mom. And then Jose would ask fucking his mom. Like, it, it, we would just switch it up all the time. And that's how 90% of our sleepovers happened back in the day. But... Yeah, speaking of Javi, happy birthday. Uh, he, was supposed to, he, <laughs> he, was, he was supposed to be on this podcast. Uh, we, I think we said it last week, too. Yep. But, uh, this week was a little... Um... Let's just say he had a great night, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun, very fun time. I mean, time. listen. First time, getting, time. first time having bottle service at the club. Yeah, one, was... one of my first... Couple I've never clubs. had bottle service. Uh, I've had, I've never had bottle service at a club in America. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. Is I, it di- what's the difference in uh, it's Britain? About the same. The same. You know, just bring the get the bottle girls bring out the bottles and then you're just sitting at the table basically. Which they is, pour you drinks. Which for, is why I, 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 the point I was making to you earlier was that you know if you're at a good club, yeah, that's popping mm-hmm. in the first place and you have a table. Yeah, it's going to be more expensive. Like I'm not advocating for a weekly table here. But if you got a table at a good club, it's fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> really... Especially if it's packed. Like, I've been in a London club where it's packed to the fucking brim, mm-hmm. right? DJ's going stupid. Like, it's a great vibe. If you have a table there, there is just energy. Mm-hmm. Just full energy. And it's, it's a great time. But if you're at a club and it's, like, not that packed, and you got a table, well, it's like... Nothing. You want to take up space. If there's no sp- if there's no space, you kind of want your own section. But if there's a bunch of space, and you're you're having a few drinks, you're gonna take up space. Yeah. So you're not really gonna be sitting down, you know. And the whole point of having a bottle is to like, is like be able to sit down and have conversations, kind of. Thing, yeah. You know, and like, enjoy your time. And just enjoy the time. And not have like, to be moving. around You don't have to be constantly. on the dance floor twenty four seven. You know. You know what's funny though? I was telling you this earlier, but I was barely at our table. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was at our table. Same. The total of maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. So honestly, like, while your points are right, you make a lot of good points there. If you don't get a table, it's not the end of the world. No, it's not. Like, it's like, definitely not. Like, you could do your own, like, you could have a definitely great not. time at the club uh, doing uh, your listen, thing. Listen, I am, and I'm, I like, I like going out. Yeah. For like people, like, I, I never understood the whole, like, we're only going to go out for a few hours. And it's like, I like going out for a quite a few hours because 
I'm like, you know, I just like to enjoy it. You know, you go off for two hours and it's like, that was a quick movie. But like, yeah. You go off for like five or six. It's like, there's a <laughs> lot of memories that get made, that get made. hundred percent. That's the place you bring like, um, old buddies you haven't seen in a long time. You get a bottle, you just start shooting the shit. Or like a business deal it's too. Like I can see why like a big business deal. Yeah, yeah. Get big done business deals totally get done at tables. Yeah. Right? Like it's just it's incredible energy. Maybe maybe not the most legal business deals either. Some of those I think well I dude, I even think some of the biggest, like completely legal business deals get done there too. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. Like the, these conversations kinda of run into the night. Dude, Tao's right? gotta be And you're not oh, it's gotta be incredible. Incredible. It's gotta be incredible. It's too expensive. Yeah. Like the book Basically, we went, to, we went to this place called Live Bar in Chicago. It was a great time. Nothing against it. It was just a smaller club. Um, but there's like a few, obviously, in Chicago that are huge. Like, Tao is one of them. Electric Tau, Hotel was right next door. Electric Hotel, um, Bounce. Like, yeah, like... The, those places, like, Bounce is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, three levels, rooftop, like, everything. I don't think I've ever been. No, we gotta go. Gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah. We might... We honestly... For your birthday, might do might do the the pre. The, the the pre festivities like lunch there. Their food's great. Too. All right, say less. The, but um. Yeah, I I just, I think it for occasions. Yeah. The, or or the I think the other thing too is is like if you have a good group of guys, if you're going out with a group of six guys that are solid that don't flake that don't. That skip them, you on money yeah, that, put that aren't down. stingy yeah. you know you get you can get you get three bottles and you're you're paying what you were gonna pay yeah that night yeah you know and if yeah. you're buying drinks for people you can just bring them over because you have three bottles yeah among six people yeah you know you can bring people over and have drinks and like do it all there yeah don't do what i did don't if you get bottle service like use the bottle don't go to don't the bar. fucking go to the yeah. bar I made the biggest mistake ever yesterday. I got four drinks, paid seventy dollars for four drinks, dude. Yeah, it hurts. That's like disgusting, hurts. disgusting. Price. That's like Vegas. That's like Vegas yeah. level. And like for what? For like two seconds. The, the drinks aren't big. They're like this big. Yeah, they're not big. And they're not. I don't know. So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a cool experience. I think the, the bigger move is at Dare Party. Yeah. Yeah. It's the big. We got to do that for sure. Uh, Dave Portnoy was in town, for the. Um, Dude, I would, I would, John first show. of all, I would, I would have gone and actually, like, stopped by there. I feel like that's the only time it's probably worth going to that, that bar. That bar. No offense to Barstool. No offense to Barstool. I love Barstool. I love Barstool. But that bar is trash. Yeah, the bar is not very good. Not because it's, it's like in a great location. The spot's oh, perfect. Um, the food was pretty good. Like, nothing against the food. It was just, like, very dry. I don't know if that's the word, but, like. Very dry, weird setup. Like it, it was almost like, like a restaurant. Felt, I feel like I feel here's what I feel like why it was weird. They're trying to be this nightlife place. Semi, right? It's yeah. not a club, but it's like they're trying to be this nightlife place, but at the same time be a super sports bar for the for the bros. Yeah. You but like you got you got conflicting ideals here. Like sports yeah. bars have their they're They'd be the biggest sports bar in Chicago if they went that route. I if think. they did, yeah. Like just go all out, like wings, yes. fucking TVs everywhere. Like fully lean. Fuck the tables. Fully lean into the sports bar thing. Hey, that, that's our that's our dryer. That, that, that's life right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like you said, you have have a hundred TVs, wing specials, beer specials. Well, I mean. The whole bar still crowd drinks high noon, high noon specials. You yeah. know, like 
have like yeah well yeah but like (laughs) but like i don't know like have maybe a key like i know that one bar over under has kiosks yeah yeah, this is a bar stool bar yeah you know get a kiosk in there Mm -hmm. you know really just make it like have events Don't know where we left off. We left off at bar. We were talking about bar. Barstool Bar, about we, how they should be a sports bar. We had a business. Um, we had a business call. Yeah, we had a business call. One of our, uh, one of our associates. Yeah, associates called. We have to pick it up. He's made man. So uh, when a made man calls, you pick up the phone. Yeah, you know, you, you, you just you handle your business. Yeah. Now we're back to the pot. Absolutely. But um, no, that's something but, we talk about. The mob. Let's talk about that. After. The mob. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the mob. But but. Yeah, sports fuck bars. sports bars. <laughs> um, yeah, I and I think. Like that, that location has a lot of potential. It does. It's got a lot of brand potential. Bro, their demographic, like, I, I feel like they should have known going into it. Like, Barstool is the most broy, like, broy like, entertainment. They branched play. out. They branched out, right? They have a, they have a bunch of chick shows. They had Caller Daddy, like. That but at its know. core, what is Barstool? Barstool right, is for the right. guys who, who, to shoot the shit about sports. Who, yeah, that's who, what it is. Who reads all the tweets? It's not who an interacts all the posts. Yeah. It's the guys at the end of the day. Yes. Like, the reason a lot of those chick shows even popped off in the first place was because the guys are listening to, like, PMT, and they hear the ad, or they see the they see this post of, of the chick shows, and then they tell their girlfriends, like, hey, there's this show, you know, and then they get their organic reach. But at the same time, it's like, it's not, it's really not, it's really, it's, it, like you said, it's, it, the base is the base, man. But... Yeah, I think I think those I think the system of like a Chicago bar is very very intricate. Like very to build intricate. to build a brand like that where like everybody knows, you know. I was talking about that um, yesterday a little bit with Hav, because um, I kind of want to do my own thing. Uh, I guess I'll put it out there. Um, yeah, definitely something that I would like be interested in doing at some point. Yeah, but it's just. There's a lot that fucking goes into it. A lot. And yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast, and he had one of his friends on, and his friend was talking about how he just invested in a, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, one of his good friends from college was a really good chef. Like, fantastic chef. So he opened his own restaurant in L.A. And he was like, yeah, I wrote that check just knowing, like, I, I was completely okay. I wrote a check with an amount of money that I was okay just completely losing. Because that's just the nature of the business. Like even this guy is a world class chef. Could be a business could still fail. You know. So it, it's like yeah, with restaurants, it's like one of those things where it's like, it, if if I was to get in one because I knew somebody, no matter how much I knew them, unless they were like fucking, like Elon Musk said, hey, I'm opening a restaurant. My like, right, <laughs> you know, I'd be I'm giving the amount of money that I'm willing to lose, not because I don't believe in the product. The product can be fucking fantastic in a yeah. restaurant, yeah. but there's so many variables that 90% of them go out of business, you know? Yeah. And I guarantee you 90% of restaurants aren't bad. No. You know 100%. what I mean? I get what you're there's saying. There's that pocket where it's like, fuck. You basically hurts. have to have a ton of things going your and way. And yeah, like, like, don't get me people, wrong. People, des- good food. Businesses deserve to go out of business a lot, you know? And it doesn't even have to be with bad intentions, like... You know, paper businesses went out of business. Did they deserve to go out of business? Did the old mom and pop shop deserve to go out of business? Yeah. In in, in some respects, yeah. Like, it's still a game. It's still a, you know, there's a finite amount of pieces here. 
you're not actively doing something to keep up with technology or the times, you're going to go out of business. Now, that's not even a bad thing. Like, if you're okay with it, you know, you shut it down. But a lot of these businesses are forced out of business because they just don't change. And Or, you know, when Walmart and Target just decided to open a gajillion super centers around America and just destroyed the mom and pop Mm -hmm. grocery store. Like, yeah, I mean, you got to do something. Yeah. Like, they're just trying to get make money just like you are. Mm-hmm. And if they're taking your customers, you got to do something. There's nothing you can do. You, can, you still got to do something. Otherwise, no. you're going to go out of business. Brand's got to be really powerful. Brand, brand, brand for sure, I think. But, dude, I don't even think... And fucking, like, they were talking about that in, on CNBC. Well, how much how Walmart did, is... Gro- like, this grocery brand really, like, hold value, right? Yeah. And, like, yeah, for, I, think, I think the, like, upper middle class, like... Whole Foods? You know, yeah, like... They only go to Whole Foods. It doesn't really, but that's the thing. It doesn't matter to them if mangoes are a dollar versus two fifty. You know, it doesn't matter if milk is four dollars or milk is like six dollars instead of four dollars. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really affected by inflation in the first place. So they'll shop at their specific brands. They like Whole Foods. They like Trader Joe's. They like you know, and that will get their target. But we're talking about everybody else, like a regular grocery store. No one fucking cares. Like, like, really, okay, yeah, people love going to Meijer, and people love going to Target. First of all, people love going to Target not because of the grocery. You can get everything at Target, right? That's the big thing. You can get, like, all this shit at Target. Mm-hmm. That's not milk and cookies. Yeah. You know? Um, that's a different brand. If we're talking straight groceries, what, like, unless you make your own food. Like, Jewel has their own section, right? Like, Jewel's got yeah. Jewel chicken. That's why I go to Jewel, mm-hmm. is for Jewel chicken. Mm-hmm. You don't have that. You just sell regular groceries. Like, what, what, like, no one cares. I'm just going to go to the place that's cheapest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I know what you mean. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, brand, you got to have fucking reliable people who show up all the time, which, like, especially in an economy like right now, is tough to do, like, for a restaurant. Yeah, I mean, unemployment, unemployment just hit an all-time low. 3.5, 3.5, right? Yeah, which is, un, it, it, I think it's unhealthily low. Mm. Um, what I think it is, is... I think layoffs are coming. So, the, no, well, here's the, here's the, well, for sure, right, they are. But here's the problem with that number. Oh, unemployment's super low. And, like, the administration is, that's why they're not calling it a recession. They changed the, they changed the definition. Right. Um, but there is one thing that has been constant in most of these recessions. Unemployment's high. Yeah. In a recession. Yeah. Unemployment right now, despite the fact we've had two negative quarters of GDP, negative GDP growth, mm-hmm. the unemployment numbers have gotten better throughout this whole time. What I think it is, is it's not, it's not the work that people necessarily want. Not mind you, unemployment is a fucked up statistic. Uh, if you're looking for work for more than six months, you're no longer included mm-hmm. in that number. You're considered a, a, I forgot what it's called. Right, but we we went over this probably a few episodes ago. But the the issue I think is it's low skilled work mm-hmm. that is is getting up there because these companies have needed. Mind you, when we're coming out of the the COVID, the biggest thing we heard at everywhere you Popeyes, Chick Fil A, uh, Target, mm-hmm. Starbucks, worker shortage. Yeah, there was a worker shortage of low skilled workers. Right, and I call it low skill not to demean anybody, but to that's just what they're that's just what it is yeah you know now i think i haven't been seeing that i haven't been seeing the we're short staffed mm-hmm. anymore 
Because what I think happened and what I did see happen at a few companies was is they raised their their minimum, right, mm-hmm. for their regular employees. So a lot of places you can it's like eighteen an hour now, twenty an hour, yeah, twenty two an hour some places. Like you can get you can buy a job. I think you can work as like a barista somewhere for like twenty two, twenty four an hour. Mm-hmm. Which is not I mean this for making coffee all day not bad. Don't need degree, none of that stuff. Like it's not, it's not bad. Yeah. Um so I think that happened and so then people started coming back to work. Unemployment, the uh the extra unemployment got taken away. Mm. And a lot of the people who were on those low skilled working jobs weren't working because unemployment was paying them the same, if not more. Well now that's not happening and they still gotta pay bills, so they're back, right? Mm. So all these jobs are coming back to all these people who weren't included in the unemployment statistic in the first place because they weren't looking for work. You know, they were they were they were collecting unemployment and then after six months they didn't have a job so they get removed from the pool. Mm-hmm. Well now all these people who were not in the pool of numbers are getting added back to the pool. So yeah, I think unemployment will go up. I do think layoffs will happen. They've been happening in tech. You know, a lot of tech Coinbase laid off a bunch of people, Zillow laid off a bunch of people, uh Robinhood laid off like a third of their workforce. A third of Robinhood's employees have been have been laid off this year. So it's definitely coming, but I don't know necessarily where, like, what industries would get targeted. Like, it's, I don't know if it's going to be, like, 08, where it's, like, everybody lost their job. Yeah. And, you know, like, like, like I was giving you that story about one of the guys I know. Who, you know, these guys graduated. They graduated college in 08. And, like, yeah, we graduated, like, we graduated right before a recession or coming into a recession. But, like... That recession was like, no, they're not hiring anybody. Like, nobody. They don't care what degree you have. Mm-hmm. You're just not getting hired. Yeah. There's no jobs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and like, they went overseas. You know, like, it's just where the, it's where the jobs were. Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, what's, what's with that too? Uh, so they literally changed the definition of the recession just because of the unemployment rate. So yeah, I mean, I think they're obviously, I, I think very obvious. Because anytime I see a YouTube video. There's a, there's, a, there's a political thing here because they don't want to be the administration that's in a recession, right? And, yeah. And, 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 and I mean. But technically, aren't we already in one? So based I, on, you know. Every other factor. Based on the definition that was set out before, yeah. And I think we already knew that. Like everybody knew that. Yeah. Even months ago, before this number even came out, yeah, when gas, you know, was in May, we were like, yeah. "This is a recession." Yeah. You know, it's not. It's it's a it's it's not one where it hit the fan really fast. Mm-hmm. It's kind. Of, this is a, this one snuck up on everybody. Yeah, and so I mean, it it doesn't matter. My thing is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whether they call it a recession or not, like if you know it's a recession, it's like everybody who works a job knows it's a recession mm-hmm. you know we all know it walks like a duck we all know it quacks like a duck it's a fucking duck you know just because one group of people despite they run the government says that's not a duck we're all sitting here like that's a duck yeah you know yeah. so and the reaction it's i think is the same man i think that, you know obviously the support for the administration's low yeah really low what's his uh, approval rating i think now? it's in the 30s or 20s wow that's bad um I think it was at 41 it's like, it's like a last time I heard it. It's like a Biden's approval rating. By the way, how does this, how does an approval rating even get calculated? So Gallup and like a bunch of other companies that basically do polling, their whole job is getting reliable, reliable polling data. Got it. And, you know, so, so you like, always why have I this, never gotten a fucking 
pull? You you have maybe it's indirectly. Mm. Um, search metadata and such. So they're just pulling like you know your search history basically. And, and they, they'll pull like... they'll pull other they'll pull other uh, journalists. Mm. And like those people are in, like you know in the know. Um, like so Nielsen's it's not per- really it's not really like a Nielsen's a, a perfect a set number. Though. Nielsen's a perfect uh, example of this for people when we back back when we had TV boxes. They would just literally it's just a tracker on what you watch, mm. how much of it you watch, what how long you're on the channel for. You know that's how they get these views. Mm. It's, it's an estimate of the Nielsen number. I don't know what they do now with streaming. It's probably a lot easier. Yeah, it's just like there's two million people watching this right now on Netflix's back end or whoever's back end. You know, um, but before it's like they would take an estimate. They go, okay, this is how many Nielsen boxes we have sent out. This is how many customers we have. How many of our customers were watching the show at this time for this duration? Mm-hmm. We can estimate how many people were watching the show. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but uh, looking up his approval rating, oh, this is according to Gallup. It's according to Gallup on July 29th. It's below 40 percent, 30 38 uh, percent. It is, yeah. Not good. Thirty-eight percent. Yeah. Um, and was, I don't even know if it matters. No, but Trump had a low one too. Yeah. Um. He just always was. What's the lowest? Ever? I don't know. I think it was Jimmy Carter. So, and, and this is that's the comparison you're going to be seeing get made. Jimmy. Is this is just like a Jimmy Carter administration? There was terrible economics. There was bad inflation. Mm-hmm. It was basically a carbon copy, like print of what's going on now. Like gas prices were ridiculous. Like gas prices were hitting, if you inflation adjusted, gas prices were hitting like six, seven bucks a gallon. Mm-hmm. We never got there. Like gas is falling back down now. Yeah. You know, we never got to six, seven, but we got to six. Yeah. We but we never got to seven. And um, like, and think about this and how bad that one was in the seventies. Yeah. You know, uh, lowest. Approval rating. That's really tough. And I mean, that's also, this is also variable um, of when they started taking approval ratings. Mm. But to go back to that, like, there, there is no, so you mentioned polls, but there is no, like, that percentage isn't hard fact. Like, that's just pulled data. No, it's, no, it's not hard fact. Yeah, so, so, okay, when you watch the election, right? It, there'll be an article every single election about how the, appro- the, the, the polls are wrong. The polls are wrong by 3 to 5%. Mm. Right? That's the big headline. And a lot of people's takeaway from that is, I don't trust polls. They're not accurate. What the real takeaway of that is, is it's not that they're not accurate. It's that the margin of error is 3 to 5%. In reality, you're going to have to accept that. What that is, is is a general gauge of where it's at. Because instead of, the, 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 you can't be like, okay, that's not accurate, so I'm not going to trust it. Well, what, what do you look at then? What is the number in your head? Where are you getting that number from? Where do you think the odds are of this candidate winning if you don't trust this poll? Right? And the thing is, is if these polls, there's really not another good estimate unless you're in the know. And even then, you're throwing out a number. So these polls, at least, it's a ballpark. Mm. But the, the thing is, is like if they say, if they say Hillary Clinton's going to win at fifty-six percent, and there's a six percent margin of error, or fifty-three percent, let's say, because six percent's absolutely massive, 
a three percent margin of a three percent, and there's a six percent margin of error. That means the other candidate could win by three percent. Mm. You know, most of these races aren't that like big. We're talking narrow gaps because one and a half percent is a couple million votes, right? So if they say they're only like they're marginally going to win, it's really a fifty-fifty because that means they could blow them out or they could lose. You know, it, 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 it's one of those things. So you really got to take it with a grain of salt in certain aspects, mm. you know. Um, and that's something in statistics they don't teach people. It's like yeah. margin of error and understanding the margin of error and like reliability of data. And like people don't learn that. They just, why do you think on TikTok there's just so many people just, you just make a graph. Yeah. And like you can make a graph and like we, we, we were, I would make graphs and I would be doing projects. Mm -hmm. I fucked up the project. I didn't show what the what I'm supposed to show on this graph. You manipulate the graph. Mm -hmm. You change the axis. Look at where the axis starts. Mm -hmm. Right? The axis starts at a million. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't it start at zero? Mm -hmm. You know? You you change the lengths of the of the intervals, mm -hmm. the size of the bars, mm -hmm. add a few spark lines in there. And now and then you draw a couple dots. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you're telling a completely different story than what actually it is. Yeah, that's true. And people do that true. all the time all when the they time. manipulate data. It's not unless you come across someone who knows what they're looking at probably. that starts questioning like why things are the way that they are. Yeah, and it's probably happening more now with like the technology we have. It's so easy to just make a graph. Yeah. Uh, going back to lowest approval ratings, they're all old. Okay. 1952, Harry Truman had a 32%. Okay. Um, so Richard Nixon had a twenty four percent. Wow. Well, he that's when yeah, the whole thing obviously. went down. Uh, other notables: Jimmy Carter at thirty four. So really, it's like the if you're dipping below thirty. Oh it's no! If you're dipping zone. below forty. Okay. No one's. I haven't seen no one dip below thirty besides Nixon. Nixon. Yeah. They, and he got kicked out. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump was at thirty four. Damn. During his. So this is during, this is January of 2021. So this is during the impeachment. Got it. That makes sense. Um, but like looking at some of these other guys, the final president. We've already had ratings. two years of Biden, right? Okay, so this, uh, this is their approval ratings coming out of office, right? Yeah. So this is their, this is their lowest. Was Trump was 34. Barack was 59. W. Bush That's was 34. Fucking good. Bill Clinton was 66. 66%. Coming out. <laughs> That's crazy. Coming out. After all That's a that really stuff. fucking good number. Uh, OG Bush was 56. Okay. Reagan was 63. That's a good number. Great number. Carter, 34. Booted. Gerald Ford, 53. Booted. Nixon, 24. Booted. LBJ. You want to know something funny about <laughs> LBJ? What? You want to know why people call Dix Johnson? What? It's because of this guy. Really? LBJ had to get specially sewn underwear and pants. Because he had a massive... That's why it's called a Johnson. <laughs> did Jordan tell you that? No, my, uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan did. Oh, okay. But that, it, it's proven, though. I, like, there's a bunch of people that have said, like, th this is the story about the Johnson. Jordan says that all the and time. And there's, so there's actually a, a, a recording, a White House recording tape of a phone call LBJ's making to like a teamstress saying how the pants that they made for him, they just don't fit right. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like the biggest flex ever. 
Lyndon B. Packing heat. LBJ. So yeah, I mean, and and we'll see what happens. I mean, I I think the whole fertilizer thing's still gonna play out, and I think that people are getting too. Like inflation's going down and like markets oh, going yeah. back up. Yeah. Markets been going crazy, right? Yeah. Markets going back up and like it's it's like we're good. Unemployment numbers are good. Like we all still got jobs and it's like there's still still a weird feeling in the yeah, air, right? Still like, some red flags. A lot of red flags. Yeah. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yeah, we definitely do. Stack some cash, man. Stack That's what I'm cash. trying to stack some cash. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Um, not financial advice. Um, oh, it's just financial advice. Stack some cash. <laughs> Stack some cash. You're not gonna be worse off. Yeah, if you don't. On that advice. Yeah, fair enough. Stack some cash. Good point. Stack cash. Um. Yeah. I don't oh mean, wow. I don't have much else. Yeah, I mean, we've done forty. Did we? Yeah. I forgot. I was gonna. I was gonna say something. Oh, um. I got a couple messages again. Okay. So shout out to shout out to the people on Instagram. Um. Yeah, send us DMs. Like, yeah. just start, like, and I, like, seriously, like, if you think this is, like, cool, just hit us up and be like, yo, can I come on? Yeah, we are, yeah, that's one thing we could probably talk about. We are looking for guests. Not that we have a shortage, it's just that we don't really know, like, we don't want to, I don't know what's the right way of putting it, but basically we don't have, like, a current, lineup. like, lineup that we really, like, want to attack right now we kind of just want to put a ton of people on the show whoever kind of wants to be on because yeah we want to put better you guys conversation. on too. like i get it like you yeah. guys don't make content we really don't make that much content you know this no. is our first real gig at this i've made i've made more instagram posts in the last three months than i've made in the last five years yeah. you know like it, it it's a new process yeah and like just like coming on i think and then like i know it's egotistical to say I don't really do it much anymore because we've done 40 episodes, but especially hearing them back. Yeah. You know, what did I say? How did I say it? Like, who who does this get across to? And it's like, I think it's just cool. Like, yeah. go on a podcast. Yeah. And then, like, three months later when you're at, like, a fa- like Thanksgiving, like, you know, you're just chilling with the family. Like, actually, I was on this podcast. Yeah. You know? And, like, you're, you're promoting us, of course, but you're promoting your episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when you're a guest, like, go back and listen, listen to all of our guest episodes. Yeah. You know, yeah, are we are we mostly just joking around, shooting the shit most of the time? But, it, like, we really want to just get to know who you are. 100%. You know? And I think it's just a really, a really cool way just to, to honestly vibe. And everything. Yeah, so. yeah. If you literally have some stuff to talk about or if there's, like, a, something you want to promote or you're doing something new, like, feel free to hit us up. And I think more. it's cool, too, when we get, like, our friends that, we, that come and, like, yeah, we hang out after. Like, we could, like, you know, just get lunch after. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we do normally do it on a weekend. Yeah. Come by for a couple hours. It's yeah. A dope spot, Wicker Park. Mm-hmm. Dope-ass spot. Great area. Um, But, yeah, like, if if you want to come on, hit us up. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We need guests. Um, and realistically, once we get the official setup, we will probably be doing guests most of the time. Yeah. Like, probably 75% of the time. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the episodes with Shiv and I... As much as we love doing them, like we also no, they're know, great, but it, 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 it gets a little dry just because we literally we live with each other we're now. Roommates. Yeah, like, so we you know, and it's not that it's hard talking for a long period of time. No. We can do it. Like today is going to be a shorter podcast just because we both got stuff going on after, but um, it's 
it, it's the most intriguing part about this for me is the, that part that shit was talking about putting people on and having your friends on and vibing and finding out what people are up to seeing how their brain works and what they think about certain things so i think it's super important um that we just start kind of rolling more guests out and i think shit feels the same way um and yeah if you want to come on just let us know but um yeah that's Basically all we got for today. Yeah, right? yeah. Anything else? Oh, um, I'm good, man. So this has been episode number 41 of the Shivanetti Show. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, there's been people asking you that a lot. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. So if you do not have Spotify, you can still listen to us. And if us. you literally type in, if you literally type in Shiv and, it pops up. Yes, it pops up. So Not many people named Shiv out there. Not many people named Shiv. Um, but it's all right. We have a good pod. So... Yeah. Check us out on IG. Check us out on TikTok. I'm going to be posting more on there as well. I know I've been saying that for a while, but definitely need to start doing the TikTok thing. And I think once we get video format, that'll be a lot easier, but that's a story for another day. So, um, yeah, thanks you guys for listening. Hit us up if you want to be a guest. Shiv, any final thoughts? Uh, no, stay safe out there. Enjoy the weather. I fucking love hot weather, so have a good one.